Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd need Well, we want to welcome you back to round number two of the Watchdog Morning Show. The Swing and Soiree continues until 10. You're welcome to join us or you're welcome to just sit back and listen to us. But we hope you do one or the other. And I always say you can give us a lot of time or a little time. I know some of you only have a, you know, maybe a 10-minute stretch you can spend with us. Some of you listen to us all morning long. Whatever works for you is fine. If you want to join us, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line is 304-214-1600. And the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line is 304-232-8255. We are still in a freeze warning for another hour or so, so it's going to be a nippy morning. But when that is over and done with, it'll be a sunny day, high around 60 today, near 70 tomorrow, mid, not mid, low 70s uh, for the midweek this week, sunny pretty much all the time, rain comes in on the weekend. It is still cold, now the temperature has moved up a smidgen, 32 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, still 31 at the Highlands, 31 in Elm Grove, and we have 32, Bob, here? 33, Howard. 33, it's moved up, 33 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We were talking uh, first hour, some food talk, as we so often do, and we're talking about uh, Chick-fil-A being the tops in customer service, but the slowest drive through, and we got talking about, you know, different restaurants and so on. Uh, off the Frio Stack auction service text line, uh, what fast food restaurant has the best app? I have never used an app for a restaurant in my life. So the short answer is I have no idea. I, I have never used an app for a restaurant in my life. I don't even understand why you use an app. I know they give you special deals, but let's say I want to go to McDonald's and I want a quarter pounder with cheese. I can drive up to the drive-through window, sure, what do you want for your order? And I'll tell them a quarter pounder with cheese. Or I can place it on the app and say I want a quarter pounder with cheese. But don't I still have to get in line and wait the whole time to get it? So I'm not sure what the value of the app is. I mean, sincerely, I just don't know. So anyways, the text line, what fast food restaurant has the best app? I simply cannot uh, answer the question. I do not know. I do not know. 811 here on the uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. Have you ever used an app? I, I'm sure I don't. I'm, Come on, Howard. You're poking fun well, of me no, here. No, you know I'm, I'm not, not feeling I, good, I, I, Howard. No, I got a no, headache. No, no, no. I didn't mean it that way because I never have either. That's my point. You know, and I'm a, I'm a semi-techie kind of guy. The only time I do that is when I'm watching TV on Comcast if I want to go to YouTube. Now, I can say that into my remote now. I can just say that. Yeah. It, it'll pop up. But if I want to go and check out the other apps that I still have in my house, since everybody else has abandoned in my house, I don't know how many is there. I just click on it. That, that's all I know. But no, uh, you've never used an app to order like food from a restaurant. I don't know how to do that stuff. No, I don't know how to do that. I have done it with restaurants, as in you know, Red Lobster. I'll order it or Cracker Barrel or somebody. I can use their 
their app and order it, or actually I usually go to their website, but I can order it, order ahead, go pick it up. Domino's can go pick it up. But I've never done it for a fast food. And I, and I really would like any of you who can explain it to me. I'm serious about this. 304-214-1600. What is the value of an app at a fast food restaurant? Again, if I want a quarter pound of a cheese, just as an example, and I, I will go up and sit in line and talk to the people at the speaker. <laughs> I want a quarter pound of a cheese. And then I'll sit in line until I finally get up there and I pay for it and I get it. Or I could order it on the app. I want a quarter pound of cheese. That's keyboard there. Um, but I, don't I still have to get in line and wait and just, I mean, what's, what's the value? I, it, it's a serious question because I've never used an app for any fast food restaurant. Uh, but that was a question from our texter. Uh, what fast food restaurant has the best app? Beats the hell out of me because I simply do not know. All right. Um, Coming up in the next half hour, I want to talk about the latest on the deer call, kill, hunt. Here, deer. Here, deer. I'm calling you, M. Howard. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a call. C-U-L-L. C-U-L-L. Um, but we, um, we, I mentioned earlier, we had uh, dinner at Strat breakfast, the breakfast brunch at Stratford yesterday. And then going down Route 88 out of Stratford, back down the hill towards the Fulton, or towards Woodsdale. Uh, there was just a deer, it was a buck, big antlers, just on the side of the road. Uh, Jason was ahead of me. He said, Dad, be careful. This, there's a deer right there on the road. I think the deer was trying to escape. I heard there was a kill, kill coming, want to get out of town. Well, I've got a little bit of an update for you, Howard. <laughs> when I first got up to uh, Blazing Paddles yesterday morning, it was a little chilly. So uh, after I was there for a while, I said, I'm going to run home, get at the ball, get in a, uh, a, a jacket, and, and I'll be back. So I went that way. I went down Falls Driveway past uh, Bambi's Last Stand, and there was not a deer <laughs> in the field. And I stopped because I thought, this is highly unusual. <laughs> and I looked and I looked. So I'm wondering if there's a group out there that's going to try to save the deer, Howard. And they just come through there and they just try to scatter them, get them to run out of there. Because there was not one deer in that field. See, I don't know if this is true. And I was going to say, I do not know if this is true or not. All right. But I heard rumors that they were going to drop leaflets for the deer. That was, you know, run. Like, that would say, you're about to be killed. Run, get out of Dodge. I, I can't verify that. That's just a little rumor that I heard that they were going to, uh, to drop that. In fact, I'm not sure. I think that may have been part of a plea bargain with the people who were protesting that, uh, no, we won't. We're going to keep on killing them, but we'll drop some, some leaflets ahead of time. And it looks like it worked to me, Howard. I'm, I'm picturing a bunch of deer looking at these papers and going, I think we better get moving. So um, we'll talk more about that coming up in the uh, next hour of the show here on the uh, Watchdog Radio Network. Again, you want to offer your thoughts on any of this stuff, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. That is the FrioStack auction service text line, or you can use uh, the FrioStack auction service phone line. Uh, Back to my question, because one of you asked it on the text line, which fast food chain has the best app? And I said, I've never used an app on a fast food restaurant. And so, therefore, I don't know what's the value of it. Uh, from uh, my friend Bill uh, at McDonald's, 
you pull up and park in a designated spot, let them know you're there, and they bring your order out to you. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I guess that speeds things up. You don't wait in line long, but um, I've never I've never used an app to order fast food. I do that at Uncle Pete's. I don't need no stinking app. I call them when I'm outside. They bring my food out. I can tell you, just before we move on, Uncle Pete's has one of the best systems around. We had we actually did. I, you asked me earlier, did we have any good food? And I forgot that we did order from Uncle Pete's this weekend. Um, and it's just because it's so close to us. First of all, it's it's like a two minute ride to Uncle Pete's. The food is ready. You just call saying we're here. Bam, there it is. It's ready. It's packed. It's good. It's hot. They've got a great system. If you want takeout, go into Uncle Pete's. They're a great place to go and to eat. But if you want pickup, they've got a phen- phenomenal system. No wait, no delay, no lines. It's just they do a great job. Again, as in all of these people we've been promoting here, they are not sponsors, but they should be. 817 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of the latest out of the Ukraine coming up next as the big gig continues. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Live and local. With 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Eight twenty twenty after the hour here, Monday morning edition of the Watchdog Morning Show. We uh, are a frosty morning this morning. Freeze warning in effect until 9.30, 10 o'clock or so. When the freeze warning is done, it's going to be a nice sunny day, a high around 60. And the rest of the week, sunny and into the low 70s. So a good week is in store. But we've got to get past the fog and the frost that we're dealing with this morning. 32, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 31 at the Highlands. 33 in Elm Grove. 33 here at the Robinson. Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling. 
in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I guess we ought to get serious. It's a Monday morning. We spend a lot of time talking about food and sports. It's time to talk about some of the important news of the day. And for that, I have uh, Bob Amsterdam with us, who is an international attorney and has represented a lot of political figures across the globe. I want to talk about the, uh, the Church of Ukraine. Parliament in uh, Kiev recently uh, passed a resolution. I don't think it's done yet. I think it was like a first reading uh, to uh, ban the Moscow, to ban the Ukrainian Orthodox Church which they say has links to Russia. Makes sense. They're in a fight with Russia. Mr. Amsterdam, good morning. Welcome to the show, first of all. Thank you very much for having me. So um, what's the problem? Russia is at war with Ukraine. Ukraine wants to ban the church that seems to have ties to Russia. Is that a problem? Oh, it's a big problem. Uh, Firstly, let's be clear. The, The UOC does not support the invasion and does not support Russia. It has severed all its ties last May. It is the home of orthodoxy in Ukraine and has been so for a thousand years. Is so there, banning, there... people's, banning people's right to exercise their religious choice is not something any American should welcome. Whatever the rationale. Is there, I'm just getting facts out here, is there not another version of the Orthodox Church also operating in Ukraine? Yes, the Ukrainian state organized its own church five years ago, and that church holds its services in Ukrainian as opposed to Church Slavonic, has a a different set of rituals, and uh, has been engaged in basically stealing the assets of the mother church so it's it's been an incredibly violent difficult period for tens of thousands of believers in ukraine so the uh the 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 parliament in ukraine and the leadership of ukraine is at least claiming that the uh ukrainian orthodox church still has ties to russia your argument is that those ties may have been true once upon a time but are no longer true well, yes, and, and secondly, whether they have canonical ties, that doesn't make all of the members of this church now fighting for Ukraine, the, the leaders of the church supporting Ukraine, that doesn't make them enemies. And this, this is kind of a, a frightening set of facts. We have a country uh, in Ukraine that we as Americans are supporting to the tune of about $80 billion dollars. And they've been harassing, I think they've interrogated 41,000 members of this church. They've jailed some of the senior leaders on what appear to be absolutely trumped-up charges. And, uh, you know, very few members of the American press have even covered the story. So what happens here now, uh, the story I read, the phrase was the Parliament gave initial approval to a law that would ban that. Is there further action to be taken by the Russian, uh, sorry, by the Ukrainian parliament, or is this a done deal? And either way, what needs to be done next, in your opinion? Well, there's one more reading left. Okay. I would explain the reason. The reason for this has nothing to do with Russia. And, and I want to be clear, I'm no Putin apologist. I was arrested in Russia, and I'm banned from Russia. But 
this has to do with internal Ukrainian politics, to which we in the States are blind. There's a tremendous populist movement that Mr. Zelensky wants to capture from Mr. Poroshenko, the guy who set up the National Church. Yes. And that's what this is all about. So this is, in your mind, this is a Ukraine, an internal uh, Ukrainian uh, small p political fight, I guess, yes? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, so my question is, what, what, what needs to be done, or what, where, where does this go from here? Well, I think people who are listening who go to church uh, and who care about church should try to think about what it would be like if all of a sudden their church was taken over by another denomination, and the ritual was in French, not in English, and the priest was different. Uh, it, it's, it's a pretty big ask the Ukrainians are making of, of believers in Ukraine, and I think folks should speak to their churches, their ministers, and their congressmen uh, in, in favor of religious freedom in Ukraine. You know, I'm, I'm a Jewish fellow, not orthodox in that sense, and I will tell you that when they start banning religions, it doesn't take a genius to realize where that ends up. Uh, well, there's no, yeah, I mean, we certainly see and have experience with that and knowledge of, of all that stuff. You also have been involved, not involved in, that's not the right phrase, but uh, you actually you wrote a book, I think, on the Yom Kippur War, and you, you, you clearly are following what's happening in Israel and Hamas as well. If I can shift gears just for a second, what's your take on that? Well, I, I have a podcast called Departures, and we, we've interviewed a number of experts on both wars. I'm I'm a member of the board of the University of Haifa, and, you know, obviously I am horrified by what happened in Israel, by what's happening in Gaza, and by the explosion of anti-Semitism globally that's occurred since the attack on Israel. So it's a, it's a frightening moment from which there appears to be only two winners. Vladimir Putin, who's thrilled that the world is not focused on Ukraine, and uh, the Ayatollahs in Iran, who have managed to uh, destabilize the Saudi-Israeli budding relationship. So that's all I can say. Those are the two clear winners, um, and, and all of us are losers. And I would say, as a Jew, never did I imagine that I would see such an incredible upsurge in, in anti-Semitism occur. And it's something that, that all of us should be cautioned about. Talk to me about that. Where, where do you see that? And I know there are a lot of headlines that seem to imply that, but the, the sense I get is that actually the attack on Hamas has solidified, at least in this country and, and maybe in, in a lot of countries, uh, support for Israel. But am I reading that wrong then? Well, yes, sir. I mean, uh, this weekend, I live in London, 300,000 demonstrators screaming yeah. uh, from the river to the sea, wanting to see the Jewish state exterminated. In Berlin, the uh, government in Berlin has asked Jews not to wear any identifying clothing. Um, it's fairly frightening in Europe. I'm not sure what the situation is uh, in the U.S., though I understand Black Lives Matter in Chicago has come out with some sort of slogan in respect to Hamas. And, uh, you know, it, it is one thing to be sympathetic to the plight of the Palestinian people, which I frankly am, 
It is another thing to support Hamas, which has always been a terror organization and, uh, you know, has been uh, absolutely dead set on the destruction of the Jewish people from day one. Yeah, and it is an important distinction to make. Um, supporting the Palestinian people is one thing. Hamas is not, quote, the Palestinian people. That is not an equation you can make. Um, and Hamas has, and it's not an implication, it is, they have stated their clear desire to destroy the uh, the Jewish people. So that's, there's just no question about that. And our local rabbi, uh, who's been on our show a couple of times, just calls them plain evil, Hamas. Um I never heard the word evil used so much as when he was here with us, and I guess I, I understand where that's coming from. Um, is there a resolution over there? You follow this kind of stuff pretty closely. What's the resolution? Look, unfortunately, the resolution involves Iran. Uh, there is no way out without either some form of, of negotiation or war with Iran. Uh, and, and this is why... To be frank, I've always been against sanctioning Russians the way we have, because we've lost a major, major leverage with Iran by by turning Russians into unpeople. We we have we've gone so far overboard in in terms of Russian sanctions that we've solidified Putin's position, and we've done tremendous benefit to the economies of China, North Korea, and India. I think it's been uh, a tremendous mistake. And how do we alleviate that? Do, are, are you suggesting we don't sanction Russia, that we loosen these, these restrictions? I mean, we certainly, we certainly should not sanction everybody in Russia who's made money. I think that's incredibly stupid. Uh, none of these people could be identified with Putin. Putin has a very small coterie of people around him. Even the old oligarchs have, have little or no influence. So, in fact, by making it impossible for influential Russians to live outside of Russia, we've actually solidified his base. So I certainly think we need a retooling and rethinking in respect to how we deal with Russia, and, and that should happen sooner rather than later. Well, how do you, what would the retooling be? I would get rid of the individual sanctions on everybody, but those engaged in military components, and I would engage in a dialogue with those parts of Russian society that would be open to it so we could actually disaggregate and take apart Putin's popular base. He's not that strong in Russia, as we saw from the Prigozhin attempted coup. So uh, we are the ones who are consolidating his power, and we've got to do everything we can to stop that. Uh, it certainly seems—look, I'm just a guy on the radio uh, way over here, so I don't know. It certainly seems like he's got a pretty good stranglehold, stranglehold on power over there. Well, you know, I've been following Russia for 50 years, and the idea that somebody like Prigozhin could have launched the type of near coup he did— and get away with it, even for a few weeks, is a shocking sign of weakness. So if he's consolidated power recently because the Ukrainians have, their, their offensive has not been successful, that may be true, but I think, quite frankly, he's still relatively weak compared to what he once was. 
What uh, what did you do to tick him off? You said you're banned in Russia. I was defending his uh, an, an individual he considered to be a political opponent, and uh, I was arrested at 2 a.m. in a Moscow hotel, and uh, I was very lucky to get out uh, and be deported the next day. So you weren't held, you were just sent out, which is, I guess, a good thing. Yeah, it was a great thing. Two of the Two of my close friends were murdered within six months. Oh, wow. You, you've put yourself in some difficult positions as an international attorney. Uh, do, you, do you ever wonder if it's worth it? No, no. Um, after the number of divorces I've had, if I, if I thought my career was, was completely worthless, I'd just jump off a bridge. No, I, I've had a, a lifelong interest in geopolitics as your listeners can catch on my Departures podcast. And uh, no, I, I think the fact is all of us can affect change. Um, you know, we've, we've affected change in a, a number of countries. We, we saved the life of a guy named Bobby Wine in Uganda, who we're hoping one day will be president. We, uh, we beat the United Nations in Africa uh, in terms of their actual discrimination against some of their, their native employees in, in Africa. So, no, I, I think individuals can be agents of change. And that's what you want to be. Well, you know, to be honest with you, in this case, you know, I'm a Jewish guy from the Bronx representing the Orthodox Church. Part of that is because nobody wants to. I think there's a tremendous problem we now face with cancel culture and the fact that so many people are scared of appearing pro-Russian. And I guess, in a way, I'm insulated because I'm banned. Yeah, exactly. Uh, For people who want to hear the Departures podcast or, or get more information about you or some of your writings uh, you actually have a website robertamsterdam.com am i correct about that yes sir we also have a website called departurespodcast.com oh it's it's uh, the part the, the podcast can be accessed from robertamsterdam.com but there is a separate one for that too okay uh, i read i listened yes, to, uh, to a bit of it i have to be honest i didn't get the whole thing but i listened to a bit of it, it sounded very interesting uh, mr amsterdam i appreciate your time this morning i appreciate the work that you do thanks for joining us today and Uh, Stay away from Russia. Yeah, well, thanks so much, sir. All All the best. All right, thank you. Bob Amsterdam uh, checking in this morning from London. My uh, daughter-in-law was over there, again, one of her European trips. She does a lot of business over there. And she said there was this huge pro-Palestinian rally not far from her hotel. Hundreds of thousands of people apparently gathered. Well, uh, like Mr. Amsterdam said, uh, being a Jewish guy, he even has uh, compassion for the Palestinians. It's just this Hamas thing that I don't get. I mean, why would you support a group that went in there and killed women and children in a surprise surprise attack? I just don't get that. Anybody with anything that resembles morality cannot support Hamas. Um, They are, again, it's not implication. It's not we think. It's, boy, they seem to. They state, they they write it down. We wanted to kill all the Jews. I mean, we wanted to destroy the Jews. Yes. And Howard, I have uh, I made a mistake earlier when we were talking about blazing paddles and I was telling uh, some of the groups up there. I think I referred to uh, former WVU Mountaineer and professional basketball player. Chase Harler as Nate Harler. I think you said Chase. 
Okay, well, I hope I did. Uh, way, way back then, I had a Little League player by the name of Nate Harler, who was a <laughs> successful insurance sales uh, agent in Glendale, and I wasn't <laughs> sure if I said Nate or Chase. But everybody knows it's Chase Harler. I, maybe it's just because I, I do know. Maybe that's it because I, th- I thought you said Chase, but all right. Or maybe I th- you said uh, they were chasing the pickleball. I don't know. Maybe you just weren't even paying attention, Howard. Maybe I was just uh, drinking my Pellegrino and uh, not really didn't care. No, that's not true. 836, 24 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Halloween is coming. You dressing up? What are you talking about? I'm Bray Carey. You got my money? <laughs> little Halloween talk and more coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good morning, Ohio Valley. I'm Rebecca Little with your 7 News headlines for this Monday, October 23rd. Fog could complicate your morning commute, so be careful, Ohio Valley. And a quick traffic update this morning. Beginning today, a portion of Barker Run Road in Wetzel County will be closed for multiple pipe replacements. That work will last from 7 this morning through 5 in the afternoon today through Friday. Officials recommend taking Route 17 through Barker Run Road as an alternative route. And in Hancock County, a portion of West Virginia Route 2 on Main Street on the new Cumberland Bridge will be restricted to one lane from 7 this morning to 5 p.m. starting today and tomorrow for bridge maintenance. Commuters in the area should slow down and expect delays. Flaggers will be maintaining traffic during this time. And on Thursday, President Joe Biden made a case for U.S. financial support to Israel and Ukraine amid their conflicts with Hamas and Russia, respectively.